going to look at some of our favorite people in the book of Acts tonight, the Bereans. <clears throat> Acts chapter 17, we see Paul is on his second missionary journey. He has uh, just left Thessalonica, and if you recall, at uh, Thessalonica, they had to uh, get Paul out, and because the group of uh, Judaizers were after him, and so <clears throat> they let him out, and and uh, that's what had taken place up to verse 9. Then we get into verse 10. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. So as, as we've been seeing with, with uh, Paul's plan of action, every town that he went into, uh, first of all, he would, if there was one, he would go to the Jewish synagogue, and it was there that uh, he, he would debate with the uh, Jewish leaders of the day and, and show them that all that they were learning about the Old Testament was pointing them to the Messiah. And so here, even though he had uh, gone through some pretty rough things, and, and if you recall, do you remember the, the gang? I, I like the name of the gang, the Lewd Fellows of a Baser Sort. I love that, you know, we ought to... So some of these gangs around here, that's what they ought to call themselves, the lewd fellows of the baser sort. LF, what would that be? Lewd fellows, LFOBS. LFOBS, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the lewd fellows of the baser sort. But anyway, so they're after them, and so they leave and, and think that they can... Uh, find some peace, and so they go into the synagogue of the Jews, and there he is, once again, teaching and preaching. And however, there's something a little bit different about the Bereans. It says that they were more noble than those in Thessalonica, and the idea of noble was, was more open-minded. They Not open-minded like what, what we have in, in humanistic ideas, but open-minded that they would listen to what Paul had to say, and they would Listen to what the scriptures have to say. It's we we all know the type. There there are a number of times where you can talk to someone about scripture, and you you know as you are sharing the scripture with them that they're already thinking about how they're going to contradict what you're telling them. But then there are also those that you are uh, witnessing to or sharing scriptures with, and they do want to hear what the Word of God has to say, and, and they are listening to it with an open mind, open heart, trying to find out what it is that God is saying. And that was the kind of people that the Bereans were. They were noble in that, that way, and, and more so than those that were in Thessalonica. Many of those in Thessalonica, I'm sure, were, were uh, um, uh, very secure maybe in, in their standing with their religion that they had and the hierarchy that they had with that, the traditions, they were uh, very comfortable with those. And so whatever it may be, we know that they were a little easier to talk to than those in Thessalonica. And why? In that they received the word with all readiness of mind. Now, the, the idea of readiness of mind is that they were willing to hear it without prejudice. I, and 
this is something I think that we all need to make certain that we are doing whenever we are reading the Word of God and we're studying the Word of God, that so often we want to base our knowledge upon our own experiences or maybe base it upon what we've read somewhere or uh, even maybe what we've been taught at some point in time, but rather what we need to do is when we're sitting there and we're reading the Scripture, we need to read it with an open heart and an open mind and, and, and push aside the prejudices that we may have, and let's just listen to what God has for us. And let, let's uh, let him teach us and show us uh, in his word what it is that he wants us to know. And, and here, they were willing to do this, and they were uh, listening to the word of God without, okay, this is what he's saying. We'll put aside what we've heard. We'll put aside what we've been living by, and let's hear him out. Let's hear what, what Paul has to say. And, and so, they are listening to him with a readiness of mind and search the scriptures daily. And somebody posted it even tonight, I think, on, on Facebook. Don't just believe what somebody says. Read it for yourself. And, and talking about the scripture and, and read and find out what the word of God has to say. And, and so here they're willing to listen to Paul. They say, fine, we'll listen to you. But now what you're teaching us, we're going to look at this in the Word of God and, and what we have, and we're going to compare what you're saying and let's see that it makes sense and you're, you're not just leading us down a, a blind path. And so they searched the Scriptures daily, whether those things were so. And uh, just like I've, I've, I know I used it over and over, but it, but it is a good illustration when we, we had a, a couple of uh, friends that uh, in Missouri, that um, oh man, now I forgot his name. Uh, do you remember the Amish couple? Um, Andy, Andy Gingrich. And, what was his wife's name? Can't remember. Anyway, Andy had had grown up in an Amish home, and the Amish in that area are very traditional. I mean, they they. Uh, Actually, they wouldn't even run rubber on the wheels of their wagon until the county made them because they were cutting grooves in the blacktop. And so, I mean, they're very staunch and, uh, and German. And so they, they spoke English, but all of their, all of their worship services are, were and still are in German. And a lot of the kids didn't even know German. And so kind of like a lot of times people will go to a Catholic uh, ser uh, service and everything's done in Latin and not all of them but some of them are still and so uh, people don't even know what Latin is or you know what what it says but anyway and, and um, the the bishop or the elder or whoever it was the the teacher and, and they're all different I, I find too but this group this colony that came together and worshiped together the spiritual leader uh, told them about, and he's talking about the Bible, and he told them all, he said, too much reading will lead one astray, and talking about the Bible. And he told them, don't read the Bible, because too much of it will lead you astray. Well, it will. It'll lead you right out of a work salvation. It'll, it'll lead you right away from, from a religion. And, uh, you know, as a, as a pastor, uh, the, the greatest encouragement you have is to see and know and hear of people in your congregation that are reading the Word of God and, and wanting to know what it has to say. And there's no better teacher than the Holy Spirit. And so 
we, we need to encourage more reading and, and, and not. And, you know, there, there, was, a, there was a time in uh, early centuries where um, the Catholic uh, church is the only ones that had the Bible, and they kept it chained to the altar and would not let you read it. And so, uh, and then the, the guys come along and, and uh, 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 make a copy of it in, in English, and then they kill the guy for doing so. And so, and it is in there. And I said that one other time, and I really ticked somebody off. But, you know, just study history. It is the way it is, you know. And so uh, Satan knows you keep the word of God from people, and he wins a big part of the battle, doesn't he? But here we see that they, they were understanding that they needed to read the scriptures, they needed to search it, and they, and they did so daily. And then the result of that, therefore many of them believed. Uh, again, we need to take great encouragement in that, in sharing the word of God with those around that we love, and, 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 and continue to give them the gospel, and continue to, to, to share the word of God with those that you come in contact with and let them know that God loves them. And, and how do we know that? Because God's word tells us so. And, and we need to uh, uh, search this out and, and realize that the more that we preach the word of God and the more we present the word of God, the more that we love these people that we still can see people uh, trust Christ as their savior today. And we do. And praise the Lord for that. And we need to continue to do so. Therefore, Many of them believed, also of honorable women, which were Greeks, and of men, not a few. Didn't matter who it was. There, there were, there were the, the ones that were lowly in society. There were those here, the, the honorable women the, that were the Greeks. There were the honorable men, uh, and not a few of them, but many of them trusted Christ as their Savior. And then typical, as we see, but when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached to Paul at Berea, they came thither also and stirred up the people. So they just follow them. And, and they were persecuting them as, as they went and, and trying to get them to stop preaching and teaching the word of God. I, uh, and, and, and it's happening in our world today. Not, maybe not in the same manner, but I just read an article today that uh, Yale University... Would, had, had a type of a scholarship where, uh, um, I, I think it was, don't hold me to this, but I think it was for their law students that in the summer they could go out and, and do things for uh, pro bono. And, and they could work for uh, the, the agencies out there that were nonprofit organizations, and they would give them a deduction on their on their college tuition. Well, this year, they have decided that there's some of the Yale students that are coming out and they're working for some of the Christian organizations uh, for, uh, I, I can't remember, Alliance for Christian Freedom or something like that. They, they're not going to give them a break because Christianity teaches that the LGBTQ is sin. And so Yale's not going to allow them to get the same breaks. Well, fine. Quit the worthless school anyway and go somewhere where it's worthwhile. 
and, and, and get a good Christian education and, and be the lawyer that, you know, and, and anyway. So, but, you know, they, so I just find it that that is persecution. Now, it's not in the same manner, but it's coming. And so, uh, and we see how, and it's getting more violent as we see in the uprisings that are, that are more violent. And, and it's a, a crazy day. We need, to, we need to read the Word, and we need to know why we believe what we believe. Melissa Alano, or whatever her name is, came out yesterday uh, stating that uh, Jesus approves of abortion. Now, I mean, we now have uh, Alyssa Milano and we have Lady Gaga who are great theologians. We should listen to them, right? I, I mean, but I'm telling you, we, we do need to know why we believe what we believe. And, and not just your pastor, but all of us need to be reading the Word of God. We need to be the Bereans. We need to know and stand for the truth of God's Word. As Peter says, we need to be able to give an answer to any man at any time. And so, uh, and so here they stirred up the people. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go, as it were, to the sea. But Silas and Timotheus abode there still. I, I love this. Paul, we need to get you out of here. Everywhere you go, you just stir everything up. You go in, you preach the word of God, and, and, you, and you make everybody, man, can you just be quiet for a little while? I, I could hear these guys, you know. You're going to die if you continue to do this. And so what do they do? They send him out. And, and, and Silas and Timotheus, they, stood there, they stayed there, and they that conducted Paul, who worked at getting, brought him unto Athens, and receiving a commandment unto Silas and Timotheus, for to come to him with all speed they departed. I, I see this, I, and, and the, the zeal of Paul is, is, is truly encouraging, and it ought to be for all of us. Here he is. Paul, you got to get out of here. They're, they're not going to be so nice this time. As a matter of fact, they'll probably kill you if they catch you. Okay, so they ship him out. They're, get him to Athens. And so big city, he can get there, he can get lost. And then Paul comes to Athens, and, and you can almost see this in, 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 in his actions. He's standing there, maybe he's standing on a hill, and he's looking at this big city of Athens there in front of him, and he says, oh, we need Timothy and Silas. We got our job cut out for us. And, and, and he's so impatient. While he's waiting for Timothy and Silas, what does he do? Marches right into the middle of the city. And... And what a powerful message, and we'll look at that entire message next week uh, as we get into Athens. But uh, all of this, we, just, we need to stand firm. We need to love people. We need to, to live at peace with, with men as much as that lieth within us, as the Scriptures say. But when it comes to the Word of God, there's no backing down and there's no compromise. We teach and we preach the Word of God. We share it with those around us and watch God do a work in the lives of those around. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word, and I pray your blessings upon it. I pray that you will guide us and lead us through the rest of this week. I pray you be with our teens while they're in California. Stir and do a mighty work in their hearts and lives. And Lord, I pray that you take us home safely tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.